but you're right. You get caught up in it and you forget to say, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm scared too. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with this as cool as I look right now. You know, it's, you know, we, 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 we don't want people to say, Hey, be like me and don't worry about anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Find, find your, your strength. But you know, as the wise words say, courage only, only arises in the moment of fear. So if yeah. you run around pretending you're not afraid, you give no opportunity for courage to show itself. Hey there, my friend. How's it going? How are you doing today? I know I hope you're having a good day. And you know what? I hope you're actually having a great day. Is your soul singing? Are you smiling? Are you showing some teeth? Is your heart on fire right now? Is it shining bright, ready to make an impact on the world around you today? By the way, you know who it is. It's your host and coach, Joseph Serfati. And welcome to the Mindfully Resilient Podcast. Now, I'm really excited about today's episode because today's episode caps off the three-part series of self-isolation requires self-check-in, which was the first topic of the Consortium of Coaches Roundtable that I was a part of about a month ago on March 29th, 2020. So I sat down with fellow coaches Blake Miles, Patrick Savori, and Candace Axford, and we talked about our... Our, our, our experiences during self-isolation. So at that time of recording or at the time of meeting with the other coaches, we were two weeks into self-isolation. So we talked about how we were, how I say, managing the situation, how we were adapting and just checking in with our habits. How have they changed? How has self-isolation and physical dis- distancing impacted our daily routines? When it comes to fitness, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to relationships. So in the first part, we talked about checking in. Checking in with those habits. In the second part, in part two, we talk about the fitness industry and how self-isolation, how the whole COVID-19 virus crisis has impacted fitness professionals around the globe. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to parts one and two, just hit pause right here and go back to those episodes because they will provide a great foundation for this one, for part three of Self-Isolation Requires Self-Check and where we share our stories of how we responded to the first two weeks of self-isolation. And it still applies to today. How we tapped into our resilience tanks to thrive as we practice these safety measures as a society, as a community. So sit back, relax, and enjoy part three of Self-Isolation Requires Self-Check-In. Thanks for letting me shift things that way, uh, Joseph. (laughs) Um, Let me me hand it back to you and throw it back on track by saying you you were talking about spring cleaning. And I kind of liken the moment right now too. I don't know if some of you know that two or three years ago, my living room ceiling collapsed. My my bathroom joined my living room for for a few weeks, and uh, I kind of see the climate as as similar to that. Um, we had a disaster. Uh, we had no choice but to respond. It changed our summer. It changed our focus, and as a result, we completely renovated our living room and dining room. We took the opportunity to say, well, let's get that furniture out of here since that one chair is completely ruined. Let's, you know, let's change over. And I, I really think it's very similar to that. It, the spring clean analogy is, is 100% what, 
but I think if, if, if people are in a disaster mind, frame of mind, then they could also take that analogy too, that your ceiling caved in, so fix the ceiling, but hey, renovate the living room while you're doing it, you know, just fix yeah. it all and, it, and by the way, also Great to like Aruba. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's a matter of taking that small step, right? And a lot of us, you, like for a lot of people, Blake, in your situation would have freaked out. And, it, um, you know, like a lot of people have this anxiety level and it's how to respond to a situation, right? And I think yep. it's about just taking that one small step at a time. So for all of us, relying on work that has to be done one-on-one or in person, it's taking a step back, assessing the situation, and what do I have in my control? As written by Leif Babin in this chapter in, and uh, Jocko Willink in Extreme Ownership, they talk about prioritize and execute. What is in your control? Make Prioritize what's in your control, then execute it. That's all we got to yeah. do, right? And I think being have the technologies in our control. Uh, yeah. Of it and the ability, internet, well, not the internet's not in our control, but we are able to get our message out there still. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really in all aspects of life and every area, not just right now with, with the pandemic that's happening. Um, I, I made a video about um, responsibility. And if you break it down, it's our ability to respond to what's happening around us, within us, um, and, and everything. And yeah, just taking um, time to um, understand what's happening within us, how we're responding inwards. Um, are we getting um, aggravated? Are we getting irritated having to be inside and now we're getting frustrated with our spouse a little bit faster? Um, just understanding all of those things. How are we responding to right now, to the present moment, um, to what is in our control and what is not in our control? And then we all have so much different abilities within us um, that we can grab hold on and, and, and create opportunities. I have the ability now to work on my eight-week mastermind um, that I'm building, um, on getting self-full to self-flowing. Um, I have the ability to take my dog for longer walks, um, let her run a lot more, where normally I'm gone throughout the day. She gets walks with the shorts. Um, little things like that, just finding what's within our ability um, and our way to respond is very, very crucial. She's finally found time to talk to me. <laughs> and I didn't hear from her for the longest time. In this, this all I finally this had the opportunity to talk to you, Blake. <laughs> what's that? We finally resurrected the idea of the coach's roundtable. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, look what it took. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it, right, Candice? I mean, yeah, it's, it's the way we respond to it. I think all of us on this screen right now, we have one person in common or two people common who remind us of resilience every day and who've given us, who has given us the foundation, who have given us those two people, the foundation to be more resilient. And for, I mean, I, I guess we could all agree this, it's uh, Sergeant Ken and, and Stephanie, Stephanie yep. Walker. Those are the main people in our lives. And that's what we have in common. That's how we all met, except Patrick, I met you through Mark, but <laughs> I'm always the odd man out. It's okay. <laughs> but we all have. I, I met you, Patrick, through uh, online dating. That's right. <laughs> the, blue, the blue shirt group. The blue shirt. The blue, it's a follow up to the blue man group. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing. So it's resilience. And, and, you know, when you said something, Patrick, you said half of a quote I usually say, and you guys know this already, 
what we what you go through, you grow through. Yeah, and that's what to quote Sergeant Ken on that. Um, so. I mean, we have uh, a lot of great, a lot of great content here, a lot of amazing points and, you know, and information that could help a lot of people get through this. Also, you know, just to see what they can do next to take that next step forward. You know, just to recap, you know, we talked about the resilience, what, expressing gratitude. And Patrick, you didn't say it, but I'm going to quote you having a max flex mindset, right? Work with what's with what's in your control. That spring cleaning, assess a situation. If, if something, you know, now's the opportunity to document, write down what you can do. What happened in the past week? What did you do? What was your life like two weeks ago? You know, and write it down. Don't just think about it. Write it down. Writing writing provides clarity. Clarity precedes genius. And Patrick, you know who said that, right? So that, to quote Todd Durkin, I'm quoting a lot of people today. <laughs> Um, I, I find another really good thing right now that I feel that everybody needs to understand because I don't want anybody to um, leave listening here or watching this um, feeling that um, we ourselves um, are not feeling um, the, the, the pressure, the, the scarcity, the, the fear and the, the, uh, the uncertainty. Um, I want um, people to understand is what we're trying to help you guys with is is honoring um, those feelings, those emotions, um, honoring what it's bringing up within you, um, and, and and honor and honoring everything that um, is allowed um, to be happening right now, and understanding that um, when you can feel what you're feeling and, and, and understand, um, what is pure fact. And, um, I, I get this from Peter Crone. I don't know if any of you guys, uh, follow him. He is phenomenal. Um, he really just talks about, um, talks about life in a very profound way. And when we really can just stop and breathe and understand that, Right now in this extremely present moment, if we just close our eyes and take three deep breaths, if we can answer either yes or no to the fact that are we safe right now, if we, and you can only answer yes or no, are we safe right now? If you can honestly understand that and embrace the fact that yes, right now we are, there are some people that are going to really struggle with this and want to say no. But right now, if I close my eyes, there is nothing around me that is going to harm me. And right now, yes, a hundred percent fact that yes, I am safe. That gives me a sense of peace right now. And we want to live right now. Amen. <laughs> Be where your feet are at. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's being yeah. mindful, being present. I think and, you know it's quite true that when we get together like this, when we're kind of getting together as the the cool head contingent, we're all <laughs> here to say, you know, hey, let's let's help you calm down. But you're right, you get caught up in it and you forget to say, oh, by the way, I'm I'm we're scared too. too. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with this as cool as I look right now. You know, it's, you know, we, 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 we don't want people to say, Hey, be like me and don't worry about anything. No, no, no. Find, find your, your strength. But, you know, as the wise words say, courage only, only arises in the moment of fear. 
So if yeah. you run around pretending you're not afraid, you give no opportunity for courage to show itself. You've, you've yes. got to go ahead and embrace the fear so that the courage will say, hey, we're being beckoned. I, I, I think, think it makes I it think, a little uh, more relatable too, where um, a lot of people, especially those maybe who don't work with us or, or, or again, go to the gyms and do things, uh, there's a level of difference that is perceived between a fitness professional and someone not working out that, oh, they've, they get their workouts, they eat right, and they do this, and everything's great for them. Uh, kind of like we see on, online, you think that that actor's life, like you said, like you think of Arnold as Terminator 2 Arnold, but now oh, he's age, he's got a gray beard, and he's, he's different. That's him. Um, there's some of that perception of that we've got everything in check. So I feel like this is... Survive. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, more, uh, it's a more relatable approach. So now I can say, um, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to spring clean, clean my life too, uh, so let's spring clean my our procedures the same way I'm going to. Uh, or I had this experience before. I'm using that to to apply to this experience. So maybe you can use something like that too, or use this experience to apply to the next one. My main message for my community that I sort of uh, have online and that's that's building is to be. Uh, and I'm sure your guys is the same thing. Um, is to be a better version of ourselves when we get out of this. And the idea is that the world's not going to know what hit it by the time we're done with it because we're going to be that much yeah. better on the other side of this thing. That's so what I love about your, your workout things that you've been putting online lately is that you're literally telling people, I'm not making something to share with you. I'm inviting you to work out with me. It's like you're not watching me packaging something after I did my thing. This is my workout. I'm simply inviting you to join me and people just realize, oh, you, you're you just like me. You're trying to squeeze time in and, and fit it in. And I love that humanity. Important right now. And, that's, and, that's, and I think that's the quality of a coach, of a good coach. And uh, for personal, there's no, gone are the days are counting the reps. As we're not even personal trainers anymore. We shouldn't even call ourselves personal trainers. We're, we're personal fitness coaches. Coaches guide you, okay? Not just counting the rep, but guiding you to empower you. All right. And because we've been there, right? Being a coach, it's sharing our experience, showing our lessons, giving you our lessons that we had through life. All right. Uh, the way I talk about a coach is that uh, our mentor is you picture a dark hallway. All right. You're with this other person and you you don't know where where that hallway leads. So that coach has already said, has says to you, I've already been down there. I know where to go. Just hold my hand. I'll give you the tools necessary to get through it. So next time you ever hit a hallway like this, you'll know what to do. And so, yes, I'm, I, you know what? I'll tell you something, a little, a little personal story. Day two of self-isolation, you know what happened? My washing machine caught fire, caught smoke, went up in smoke, literally it was smoking in the house um, because, you know, we were washing everything and we, and all of a sudden, boom, it just happened. Like, it's, it was still an old, oldish machine. But to think everything's going into shutdown, how are we going to fix it? How are we going to replace it? Can we invite a technician into our house? So you, can you imagine? Can you imagine the thoughts? So the idea of, and I've been doing this a lot this past few weeks, is what am I feeling right now? It's checking in with my emotions. Work, understanding the emotions, have a relationship with your emotion and, and telling them, hey, I understand you're here. I have... I have thoughts, but I am not my thoughts. Thank you, Derek Sweet, for that. I always remember <laughs> saying that. I have emotions, but I am not my emotions. And yeah. so, yeah, to, to when I do my workouts, I will never give a workout that I cannot do. So 
those past four sessions I did on Facebook Live were the typical, because I, I know what, I felt I wanted to do something, add some normalcy. So not only did I want to share it with my current athletes, but I said, you know what, let's share it out there and give them the opportunity to experience that online feel. But at the same time, it's my, it was my workout. It was my workout, body weight only. And yesterday I did an Instagram live and I said, you know what, guys, you are a fly on the wall during my workout right now, but this is what I do. But if it inspires you to do something similar, great. Um, but yeah, no, we're like all of us. We all, you know, we have some sort of fear, but it's how we respond to it. It's how we work with it. We've got to be chameleons and just adapt and change color when we need to. That's that, right. That, that max flex that you talked about earlier. It's, it's yeah. an adaptability. It's, it's changing to the times. Like you said, that chameleon effect, things are going to come up, things are going to break, things are going to happen. It's going to be a unique uh, situation. You just have to kind of make the most of it. I'm sure if you couldn't have fixed your washer situation, you would have found something to do. You would have used a kitchen sink to wash your clothes in and hang them up or, uh, or sew new clothes. Cause I know you're very good uh, with a thread and needle bathtub, stomping <laughs> them clean. Um, and one of the things kind of back to that max flex, uh, the max flexibility that came to me for those uh, who didn't listen to me on the mindfully resilient podcast, which you should, it was a great episode Candace as well. Um, I very, that is a great, that was a great podcast, by the way, the mindfully resilient podcast. I, I like it. Yeah, right. That's good. Um, so I had the privilege of working for our military for 10 years, part of which was doing a deployment to Afghanistan. So in that zone, um, we're limited supplies are limited resources, limited things are supposed to come. They don't come, uh, plans change. Something happens, uh, operation wise that changes the, 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 operations of the base and what we can offer. So we had to be max flex, maximum flexibility because they could come over and tap me on the shoulder right here and say, you've got to get off that right now. Something's gone on or, or our comms could be just cut off just like that. And then I have to find a different way to get through the day. Um, and in my experience there, uh, being so limited, I found I got, um, at the time I, I have to get back to this from time to time, obviously like anyone else, but I got better at not sweating the small stuff small little things, like we said, control to controllables, things that were out of my control that came up that didn't really, in the big picture of things, yes, it's an inconvenience, um, but is it really going to ruin my life? No, I'll deal with it. I'll move on. So um, there's different levels now of things that we have to kind of sweat and pay attention to. And some of those lower level things, we don't really need to sweat them. That's undue stress that we don't need, but we can keep our attention on our family members and on our health and on our uh, moving forward. So uh, max flex and don't sweat the small stuff. Again, tie into that kind of adaptability uh, that we talked about earlier. Yeah, I, I like it. So one more thing. Sorry, Dennis. And always understanding that the day is how you make it. So I posted on my Facebook and my Instagram, um, did you have a bad day or did the day have a bad you? And why I like this quote so much is because, especially right now, there's so much that we can grab onto that is so little that we can magnify and hold on to throughout the whole day. And this beautiful day that is so out, like the sun is out, the weather's nice, you could be going out for walks with your family, but instead you're holding on to the fact that the milk spilt and you can't put the milk back in the bags. So are you having a bad day or is the day having a bad you is a quote that I always like to hold on to and just keep in mind. Well said. Uh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Except if I spill milk, I really don't want to go to the grocery store right now. <laughs> um, so I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to cap it off. So I just want to summarize everything. Thank you very much. And for those watching and listening, 
to this. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, a lot of great words. Uh, remember to write down, do that summary of your past week. What did you do? What did you do differently from your daily routine? Did you do anything different? Write it down, right? Keep, write down what, whatever you're grateful for, whatever the smallest thing that you're grateful for. And, um, and smile, show some teeth. All right. So before we end this, coaches, the consortium of coaches, any last words? I just have to say, I'm uh, for the rest of the day, I will be seeing the vision of uh, Joseph down at the river washing his clothes. Like the <laughs> little woman. Yeah. That's uh, stuck in my head now. I may dream about that. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. Uh, try ringing out bath towels. That's fun. Really works the forearms. <laughs> I think my, uh, my kind of closing just to kind of build on, um, what we've all said and, and just to kind of tie up is that if you need something, uh, reach out regardless of what it is, if it's physical training, if it's mental health, if it's a meal plan, if it's someone to talk to, cause you've had a really garbage day, um, reach out to someone, text them, call them, uh, whatever. Or if reach out to someone, maybe they need you to reach out to them because maybe they're having a garbage day and they just need to get something off their chest and talk or have a laugh and have a good time. So um, there's so many resources online that's there, but uh, never forget the power of, of a personal conversation to reach out to someone. So if you feel you need to, um, if it's a coach, if it's someone you follow online, even send them a DM. Sometimes they'll, they'll get back to you or they'll see it. Or maybe just that getting it off your chest will help you feel better. So I'll uh, reach out in this, uh, this. It's a weird time, a different time. Make the most of it. But uh, 100%. Um, reach out. I also, my final point is also, um, right now is, um, a very, very big time for us to show kindness to everyone around us, um, because we're all going through something. Um, we're all going through it differently. There are families out there that have doctors as husbands, wives, sisters, aunts, uncles. Um, we have people that um, have husbands, wives going to uh, deal with people at grocery stores. Um, so reach out, um, show kindness. It's number one. It's free. We can all give it, but also show love um, to those that are making it all possible for us to stay at home. Definitely. Um, I just want to say um, a, a quote that I, uh, I borrowed it, but I also refined it. So I take half ownership on this quote. <laughs> and that is that right now is the time to remember that social media still has the potential to be our worst enemy. Mm hmm. But for the first time since the, the early conception of it, in my opinion, it has the potential to be our very best friend. Regardless of how you feel about technology right now is a time to recognize that if, if this crisis had hit us even 10 years ago, we might have been in a very different position. We certainly wouldn't have had this consortium. We would, there are a lot of things. There are uplifting videos we see every day. I was crying. Watching that lady uh, shooting the all the uh, ambulances and the fireworkers coming out and applauding the doctors to, to keep them. I'm getting all lumped up talking yeah. about it. We wouldn't have had that. I, I wouldn't have seen that. The news wouldn't have bothered covering it because it wasn't death and tragedy. You know, so social media has a, a, a power that we can wield uh, if we choose to to really make us help us get through this. And, and I guess remember, social distancing was the stupidest word ever invented in history. It's physical distancing. Please don't social distance. People need you. Yeah. 
And that's I'm hugging thing. you right now, man. I'm hugging you right now. <laughs> one thing I like about <laughs> the, uh, the social media I find is it gives me control of what I take in as far as news and information and that sort of thing. If I see someone's post, I don't really um, want to read. I kind of go past it or I, maybe I give them a little mute for a few days uh, and I can pick the, the news sources I want to use. Um, so I find for me right now with social media, it gives me um, a better choice because sometimes I find with the, the news channels, there's too much text scrolling and, and this and someone speaks and then six uh, talking heads like us discuss it and debate it or ask the same questions over and it just gets repetitive. So I, I do find social media good that way as well, uh, having more control over what I take in as, as far as information uh, and sources and that thing as well. Everybody should do it. And I think everybody, everybody has been saying that online is limit social so limit the news. Okay. And don't even watch news before bed because it's just going to work you up. You want that quality sleep to stay healthy. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Once again, guys, um, this was a great, great uh, first shot um, of the consortium of coaches, AKA the coaches Roundtable. So thank you very much. Once again, everybody have a great day. Now that was an amazing conversation. Amazing. I hope you enjoyed it. Did you? Because I surely enjoyed that conversation when it happened. It just inspired me. And it's such amazing positivity, positive vibes. It keeps you going. It just fuels that fire within to keep going. You know, we will have challenges. We will be presented with challenges in our lives, big and small where we will have to tap into our resilience tanks, where we will have to respond versus react. We got to determine what's in our control. What do we have control over that will help us respond to the situation in a calm-minded manner, you know, with a cool head? You know, even where we think things are dark, there are opportunities hidden within the darkness. You just got to look for them. You know, like in the case of Candace, she had, she took the self-isolation opportunity to work on her mastermind and build up her business as a coach. And we talk about spring cleaning, how this was an opportunity to take a step back and look at our lives and just assess what are we doing right now? And what can we do better? What can we do better? Uh, what can we do today to be better th- tomorrow? How to thrive once all this is over? And how to be a better version of ourselves? Now, there was one quote. I don't know if you picked up on it, but Candace mentioned something and it really stuck with me. It was really cool when she said it. And I quote, the day is how you make it. Did you have a bad day? Or did the day have a bad you? So no matter how awful the day may feel, reframe your mindset. But now is the time, my friend. Now is the time to dig deep and find whatever is positive in your life. It could be small. It doesn't have to be huge. Find what you are grateful for and write it down. Write down positive words of self-affirmation. And journal your day and include the negative experience as well, but you also have the positive experiences that you can highlight and 
all those things, when you read them back to yourself, you will smile, you will show some teeth, and you will feel better. Maybe for a short period of time, maybe it's not long-lasting, but you'll feel better for that brief moment. And keep on reminding yourself of all the goodness, all the positive in your life. And finally, and most importantly, especially during a time like we're having right now, and any time when emotions are challenged and fragile, if you need something, do not hesitate to reach out. Reach out to somebody. Call them. Don't let ego interfere with seeking that connection, that support, that lifeline, that friendly ear. And at the same time, reach out to someone. Check in with them. Check in with somebody who needs to hear your friendly voice, who needs your friendship, who needs your ear. Now's the time to show compassion and kindness. Well, I hope you enjoyed this three-part series of self-isolation requires self-checking. That this episode caps it all off, and I hope you found some great nuggets of inspiration in this episode. And as well, in this podcast, are you finding inspiration in the Mindfully Resilient podcast? If so, and you're and if you're loving it, and if it's making an impact in your life and helping you make an impact in other people's lives, please show some love and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Also, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it with your friends and family on social media and use the hashtag MindfullyResilient and tag me at Coach Papa Joseph. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, you know what to do. Don't hesitate to send them to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or if you're listening to this podcast on the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message as well. So dig deep, find that resilience, to get after and thrive to be the best version of yourself and to live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion.